0: So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 24. We are going to continue in our story in the book of Exodus to begin today. And our theme today is saved by grace. As God brings judgment on the land of Egypt in these last plagues, we also see his grace. And that is made even abundantly more clear in our reading from Ephesians chapter 2, which will come after this first reading. But let's begin with Exodus chapter 10. The Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his servants, in order to display these signs of mine before him, and in order that in the hearing of your son and your grandson you may tell how I made the fool, how I made fools of the Egyptians and about my signs that I displayed among them, so that you may know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh and told him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has said. How long do you refuse to humble yourself before me? Release my people so that they may serve me. But if you refuse to release my people, I'm going to bring locusts into your territory tomorrow. They will cover the surface of the earth so that you will be unable to see the ground. They will eat the remainder of what escaped, what is left over for for you from the hail, and they will eat every tree that grows for you from the field they will fill all your houses the houses of your servants and all the houses of Egypt such as neither your fathers nor your grandfathers have seen since they have been in the land until this day then moses turned and went out from pharaoh pharaoh's servants said to him how long will this man be a menace to us release the people so that they may serve the lord their god do you not know that egypt is destroyed so moses and aaron were brought back to pharaoh and he said to them go serve your serve the lord your god "'Exactly who is going with you?' Moses said, "'We will go with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, and with our sheep and our cattle we will go, because we are to hold a pilgrim feast for the Lord.' He said to them, "'The Lord will need to be with you if I release you and your dependents. Watch out. Trouble is right in front of you. No, go, you men only, and serve the Lord, for that is what you want.' Then Moses and Aaron were driven out of Pharaoh's presence." The Lord said to Moses, extend your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts, that they may come up over the land of Egypt and eat everything that grows in the ground, everything that the hail has left. So Moses extended his staff over the land of Egypt, and then the Lord brought an east wind on the land all that day and all night. The morning came, and the east wind brought up the locusts. The locusts went up over all the land of Egypt and settled down in all the territory of Egypt. It was very severe. There had been no locusts like them before, nor will there be ever such again. They covered the surface of the ground so that the ground became dark with them, and they ate all the vegetation of the ground and all the fruit of the trees that the hail had left. Nothing green remained on the trees or anything that grew in the fields throughout the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh quickly summoned Moses and Aaron and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you, so now forgive my sin this time only, and I pray to the Lord your God that he would would only take this death away from me. Moses went out from Pharaoh and prayed to the Lord, and the Lord turned a very strong west wind, and it picked up the locusts and blew them into the Red Sea. Not one locust remained in all the territory of Egypt. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he did not release the Israelites. The Lord said to Moses, extend your hand toward heaven so that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, a darkness so thick it can be felt. So Moses extended his hand toward heaven, and there was absolute darkness throughout the land of Egypt for three days. No one could see another person, and no one could raise from his place for three days. But the Israelites had light in the places where they lived. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and said, go, serve the Lord. Only your flocks and herds will be detained. Even your families may go with you. But Moses said, Will you also provide us with sacrifices and burnt offerings that we may present them to the Lord our God? Our livestock must also go with us. Not a hoof is to be left behind, for we must take these animals to serve the Lord our God. Until we arrive there, we do not know what we must use to serve the Lord. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he was not willing to release them. Pharaoh said to him, Go, "'Watch out for yourself. Go from me. Do not appear before me again, for when you see my face, you will die.' Moses said, "'As you wish, I will not see your face again.' Then the Lord said to Moses, "'I will bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on, and on Egypt. After that, he will release you from this place. When he releases you, he will drive you out completely from this place.' Instruct the people that each man and each woman is to request from his or her neighbor items of silver and gold. Now the Lord granted the people favor with the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, respected by Pharaoh's servants and by the people of Egypt. Moses said, This is what the Lord has said, About midnight I will go through the land of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt will die. From the firstborn son of Pharaoh who sits on the throne to the firstborn son of the slave girl who is at the hand mill and all the firstborn of the cattle. There will be a great cry throughout the whole land of Egypt such as has never been heard nor will ever be again. But against any of the Israelites, not even a dog will bark against either people or animals so that you may know that the Lord distinguishes between Egypt and Israel. All these your servants will come down to me and bowed down to me, saying, Go, you and all the people who follow you, and after that I will go out. Then Moses went out from Pharaoh in great anger. The Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh will not listen to you, so that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. So Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh, and, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he did not release the Israelites from his land. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month is the beginning Of the months. It will be your first month of the year. Tell the whole community of Israel on the tenth day of this month, they each must take a lamb for themselves according to their families, a lamb for each household. If any household is too small for a lamb, the man and his next door neighbor are to take a lamb according to the number of people. You will make your count for the lamb according to how much each man can eat. Your lamb must be perfect, a male, one year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. You must care for it until the 14th day of this month, and then the whole community of Israel will kill it around sundown. They will take some of the blood and put it on the two side posts and on the top of the door frame of the houses where they will eat it. They will eat the meat the same night. They will eat it roasted over the fire with bread made without yeast and with bitter herbs. Do not eat it raw or boiled in water, but roast it over the fire with its head, its legs, and its entrails. You must leave nothing until morning, but you must burn with fire whatever remains of it until morning. This is how you are to eat it, dressed to travel, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. You are to eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. I will pass through the land of Egypt in the same night, And I will attack all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both of the humans and of animals. And on all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. The blood will be assigned for you on the houses where you are, so that when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and this plague will not fall on you to destroy you when I attack the land of Egypt. This day will become a memorial for you, and you will celebrate it as a festival to the Lord. You will celebrate it perpetually as a lasting ordinance. For seven days you must eat bread without yeast. Surely on the first day you must put away yeast from your houses because anyone who eats bread made with yeast from the first day to the seventh day will be cut off from all Israel. On the first day there will be a holy convocation and on the seventh day there will be a holy convocation for you. You must do no work of any kind on them. Only what every person will eat, that alone may be prepared for you. So that you will keep the feast of unleavened bread, because on this very day I brought your regiments out of the land of Egypt, and so you must keep this day perpetually as a lasting ordinance. In the first month, from the fourteenth day of the month in the evening, you will eat bread made without yeast until the twenty first day of the month in the evening. For seven days, yeast must not be found in your houses, for whoever eats what is made with yeast, that person will be cut off from the community, whether a resident foreigner. Or one born of the land you will not eat anything made with yeast in all the places where you live you must eat bread made without yeast then moses summoned all the elders of israel and told them go and select for yourselves a lamb and a young goat for your families and kill the passover animals take a branch of hyssop dip it into the blood that is in the basin and apply it to the top of the door frame and the two side posts some of the blood that is in the basin not one of you is to go out of the door outdoors until of his house until morning. For the Lord will pass through Egypt to strike it, and he will use see and when he sees the blood on the top of the door frame and the two two doorposts, then the Lord will pass over the door, and he will not permit the destroyer to enter your houses to strike you. You must observe this event as an ordinance for you and for your children forever. When you enter the land that the Lord will give you, just as he said, you must observe this ceremony. When your children ask you, what does this ceremony mean to you? Then you will say, It is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover when he passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt, when he struck Egypt and delivered our households. The people will bow down low to the ground, and the Israelites went away and did exactly what the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. It happened at midnight. The Lord attacked all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who was sat on his throne to the firstborn of the captive who was in prison, and all the firstborn of the cattle. Pharaoh got up in the night, along with all his servants and all Egypt. There was a great great cry in Egypt, and there was no house in which there was not someone dead. Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron in the night and said, Get up, get out from my people, both you and all the Israelites. Go, serve the Lord as you have requested. Also take your flocks and your herds just as you have requested, and leave. But bless me also." The Egyptians were urging the people on, in order to send them out of the land quickly, for they were saying, We are all dead. So the people took their dough before the yeast was added, with their kneading troughs bound up in their clothing on their shoulders. Now the Israelites had done as Moses told them. They had requested from the Egyptians silver and gold items and clothing. The Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and they gave them whatever they wanted, and so they plundered Egypt. The Israelites journeyed from Ramses to Succoth there were about 600,000 men on foot, plus their dependents. A mixed multitude also went up with them and flocks and herds, a very large number of cattle. They baked cakes of bread without yeast using the dough they had brought from Egypt, for it was made without yeast. Because they were, th- they were thrust out of Egypt and were not able to delay, they could not prepare food for themselves either. Now the length of time the Israelites lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of the 430 years, on the very day, all of the regiments of the Lord went out of the land of Egypt. It was at a night of vigil for the Lord to bring them out from the land of Egypt. And so on this night, all Israel is to keep vigil to the Lord for generations to come. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, this is the ordinance of the Passover. No foreigner may eat, may share in eating it, but everyone's servant who is bought for money after you have circumcised him may eat it. A foreigner and a hired worker must not eat it. It must be eaten in one house. You must not bring any of the meat outside of the house, and you must not break a bone of it. The whole community of Israel must observe it. When a resident foreigner lives with you and wants to observe the Passover to the Lord, all his males must be circumcised, and then he may approach and observe it, and he will be like one who is born in the land, but no uncircumcised person may eat of it. The same law will apply to the person who is native-born and to the resident foreigner who lives among you. So all the Israelites did exactly as the Lord commanded Moses and Aaron. And on this very day, the Lord brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt by their regiments. There we have it. God using his power to rescue the people and show them mercy through it all. And now we conclude with uh, Ephesians chapter 2. This incredible part of this letter describing the fact that people are saved by grace alone that we are dead in our sins left to ourselves. It's only by God's grace that we are changed and given new life. And so Ephesians chapter 2. And although you were dead in your offenses and sins in which you formerly lived according to the world's present path, according to the ruler of the dominion of the air, the ruler of the spirit that is now energizing the sons of disobedience, among whom all of us also formerly lived out our lives in the cravings of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he has loved us, even though we were dead in offenses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace you are saved. And he raised us up together with him and seated us together with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, to demonstrate in the coming ages the surpassing wealth of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you are saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. It is not from works so that no one can boast. For we are his creative work, having been created in Christ Jesus for good works that God prepared beforehand so that we can do them. Therefore, Remember that formerly you, the Gentiles in the flesh, you are called uncircumcision by the so-called circumcision that is performed on the body by human hands, that you were at that time without the Messiah, alienated from the citizenship of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who used to be far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ, For He is our peace, the One who made both groups into one, and who destroyed the middle wall of partition, the hostility, when He nullified in His flesh the law of commandments in decrees. He did this to create in Himself one new man out of two, thus making peace, and to reconcile them both in one body to God through the cross, by which the hostility has been killed. And He came and He preached peace to those who were far off, and peace to those who were near so that through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then, you are no longer foreigners and non-citizens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of God's household, because you have been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. In him the whole building, being joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together together, into a dwelling place of the Spirit of God. This is an amazing uh, connection here as well to what we just read about the Passover, that ultimately the Passover with the blood on the doorposts and the sacrifice lamb is actually fulfilled in Jesus, who is the ultimate sacrifice, whose blood was shed for the forgiveness of sins, that he is the one who makes it possible to bring the foreigner, the other people who don't believe yet, who don't know, who are sinners, all of us together, that Jesus is the one, the only one whose blood can save, who can give new life, and he does it because he loves us. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996 2019. Used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music.